Somebody saw that at Dunkin' Donuts, so they took a picture and sent it to me. But that, that, that says it all right there. Since the beginning of the year, we've been reading through the Bible. We're going to continue to do that through the next several years. We've been reading from the Old Testament, from the Psalms, from the New Testament, from a gospel reading. And this weekend's readings, they are phenomenal. Uh, you can see them inside your bulletin in the cover-to-cover -cover questions. And we won't take all of them today because we're moving really, really quickly uh, but John chapter 3 is in there, and that's the Jesus talking to Nicodemus, and, and John 3.16 is in there, for God so loved the world. And Romans chapter 8 is a, the reading from the New Testament, and, and I love Romans chapter 8. It's one of my favorite chapters in all of the Bible. But I chose the, the verse in Isaiah to talk very quickly about what God desires of our hearts, but also I picked this verse because it reflects, I believe, Pastor Fred. In Isaiah chapter 6, beginning of verse 1, we have the commissioning of Isaiah, and it, it reads this way. In the year the king Uzziah died, I saw the Lord high and exalted, seated on a throne, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above him were seraphim, each with six wings. With two wings, they covered their faces, and with two, they covered their feet, and with two, they were flying. And they were calling to one another, holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. The whole earth is full of his glory. At the sound of their voices, the doorposts and the thresholds shook, and the temple was filled with smoke. Woe to me, I cried. I am ruined, for I am a man of unclean lips, and I live among people of unclean lips, and my eyes have seen the King, the Lord Almighty. Then one of the seraphim flew to me with a live coal in his hands, which he had taken with tongs from the altar. With it, he touched my mouth and, and said, see, that, see, this has touched your lips. Your guilt is taken away and your sin atoned for. Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, whom shall I send and who will go for us? And I said, here am I, send me. When you look at this passage of scripture, it's the year the King Uzziah died. It is a, the end of a time of prosperity for Judah. But at the end of Uzziah's life, he kind of started to slip away from the Lord. And so we see this spiritual deterioration in the land of Judah. And that's when God shows up to, uh, to Isaiah. And we see this powerful revelation because God is revealing himself to Isaiah. I want to tell you this. If you want to do great things in your life for God, if you desire for God to use you, you need to experience him. And as I look at this passage of Scripture, I, I go through it, and I realize that, that Isaiah experienced God. And there's just a few things. If you want to write them down, you can. If not, just look at the screen with me. The First of all, Isaiah saw. Isaiah saw God. And he did his best to explain it in this chapter. He, he sees him high and exalted and lifted up, and his, the train of his robe fills the temple. I mean, it is a powerful moment, the, the holiness of the Lord. The smoke is filling the temple. All of these things are happening. The angels are flying all around. They're covering their faces and their feet, and they're, and they're, and they're crying out. And so that's the second thing that, that Isaiah experiences. He experiences listening. He heard, Isaiah heard the angels singing, holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. The whole earth is full of his glory. He heard the worship, like the worship we sang today. He heard that, and the voices were so loud that Isaiah felt something. That's the next thing. He felt something. He felt the temple shake. The voices of the angel, the smoke, the presence of God, it's shaking the very foundation 
And that's what happens when we experience the presence of God. We begin to feel God's presence. And then Isaiah spoke because he realized he was in the presence of God. And when, he's, when you're in the presence of God, you realize who he is and who you are. And he was super honest with God. And he just said, I am ruined. I am undone. He realized how far away from God he was. He realized even in that moment how far away the people were from God. And then yet at that moment, God cleanses him. God reaches out to him. And then Isaiah listened. He listened to God speak. Because God says in these passages here, who shall I send? Who will go for us? He listened to both the words and the heart of God as God spoke. So he listened and experienced God, and then he responded. Isaiah responded after this powerful experience with God. He responded with all of his might, here am I, send me. Isaiah said, God, anywhere, anytime, now that I've seen you, now that I've known you, now that you've cleansed me, anytime, God, anywhere, I am all in. Something happens when we experience God. When we experience the Lord Almighty, it leads us to this radical obedience, this complete dependence on God. And there's a depth at which Isaiah experienced God in such a way that he realized who he was, and he was honest about himself. He didn't sugarcoat anything. He says, God, I am undone. He wasn't going to try to hide because he knew he needed God. He needed his presence. He just said, God, I'm all in. He responded with all of his heart. When he experienced God, he responded with all of his heart. And he said it not just with his words, but with his will, with his actions, with his entire life. And I believe today that God is looking down right now in our sanctuary at every one of us and saying, who will go for us? Who can I call on today? And I hope we're all here saying, God, here I am. I, I experience you. We experience him in moments of worship. We experience him at different moments in our life. And we have to respond and say, God, here I am. Anytime, anywhere, I am all in. God, whatever you need, not what I want, but whatever you need. And I am grateful that 40, 50 years ago, both Pastor Fred and Linda experienced God at a very young age, and they said, God, anywhere, anytime, here am I. Send me. And because of that, they have impacted all of our lives. That's why we're here today, right? We're here to celebrate Pastor Fred and Linda, to pay tribute to them, to tell them how grateful we are for having them in our life. And we're grateful because they said a long time ago, here am I. And I want us all to do that today. I'm going to ask you to bow your heads and your hearts. I'm done preaching now, and we'll move on to the tribute. But just bow your heads and your hearts this morning, and I'm going to ask you to respond. To respond to God as Isaiah did. To respond to God as Pastor Fred and Linda did. To just respond to God say, here I am. Send me. Here I am, God, anytime, anywhere. I'm all in. And I'm going to pray for you today, but if you're willing to say, God, here I am, just with your head bowed and your eyes closed, I'm just going to ask you to lift your hand before I pray. Don't look around. I'm not even looking up right now. If you say, God, here I am, just lift your hand. 
Lord, you see every hand in this place, God. We have heard your word preached this morning. We have, we, have, we have seen from the life of Isaiah that he just responded. He just responded to experiencing you. God, you cleansed him and you called him. And God, you do the same today for all of us that have raised our hands. God, we really do mean it today. We want to know you. We want to experience you. We want to feel you. We want to hear you. God, when we do, we will say, here I am, send me. Anytime, anywhere, God, we are all in. God, thank you for your word, and thank you for the legacy of Pastor Fred and Linda and their entire family. We are so grateful that you called them, and we're grateful that they responded. And so in turn, Lord, today, now, we respond. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen.